We're learning his explanation of Baruch Inafshi. We had gone through the Seder of Maisei Bereshis and Dover uh, Amelech praises Hashem for each stage. And we're holding in the middle of Oisyud of Shah Hamishi in this uh, Sefer at page Yedalit at the top. And he says there, he goes to the Pasuk of Samach, the Amrai, the Pasuk of Shtavid, he says towards the end of Baruch Inafshi, Yehi Kvayd Hashem Le'olam Yisrach Hashem B'Masi. Hashem's covet should be on the world, and Hashem should be happy, should rejoice with what He created. What's that referring to? It's referring to the Pasuk in Bereshis, which describes Yerach HaDosh Baruch Hu at the end of the sixth day has finished everything, and now Hashem looks to the whole picture. When everything is working together, when everything is created in its final form, and the Pasuk says, HaKadosh Baruch saw the entire world was created, it was all Tov Mo'ed, it was exactly the way Hashem wanted it to be. And that was Yisrael HaShem B'Maisav, so Hashem was happy with what He created. And that's what Dovah Merch refers to, that the world is now fully functional, and you may there's a certain Simcha Hashem has in the world in its, full, in its fully uh, perfected form. Well, it says, Hikfayed HaShem L'Olam, is also something we know about, and that is that uh, we're told by many of the Rishonim. That the point of this world is to to bring Kvod Shemayim. So now that the world is full, is full, fully formed and is functional, so He Kvod Hashem Le'olam, and that Kvod Shemayim would be in the world, which is how it was before people came and messed it up. And the years, so then the world did produce Kvod Shemayim, and Melech and Shmuel was happy with the world. So that brings us to the end of the six days of the brick. Now, after that stage... Is it... Is it uh, automatic that uh, someone is happy when things are going well? Yeah, but personally, automatically just like a Kaddish Baruch when you create something for a purpose and it's supposed to achieve what it's meant to do. So you made it, Kaddish Baruch is happy. One of the purpose of the Messiah is that Hashem will be happy again? Yes, it's clear that uh, right now Kaddish Baruch is not happy with this world and when the time when Sheikh comes, then we'll go back to that stage. That uh, in the end, the future shall be happy again, it'll go back to the way it's meant to be. But for the vast majority of the time in this world, um, so Hashem wasn't happy with the world, it wasn't doing what He wanted it to do. And that's why it's in the future. And we said that uh, in the future Hashem will be happy again. Um, and this document said in the first that in the future it says, then Hashem will be happy with us. Uh, that's mitzad the covered, but mitzad the happiness. It says, "Can Yasis Hashem Alaich?" In the future, that in the f- or next is the Sefer uh, Torah that it talks about the fact that just like a chassan is happy, this kind of same thing. Says chassan al kala, Yasis Alaich al kala, and there is a right now. It's not like that. It will be like that again in the future, and that's the end of the massive races. But now we see there's three more psukim in Bar which we have to explain, because that seem to it, this seems to be a good place to end. But uh, that's not where it ends. David HaMelech says, next in Baruch Yenashe, Hamabit la'aretz v'terod, Hashem looks at the world and it shakes, Yigav v'harim v'yeshonu. He touches the mountains and they go up in smoke. What's that referring to? What's that referring to? There's a concept of Kira Hashem unsettling the world. He seals the world and it starts to tremble, he touches the v'yeshonu, it becomes, it goes up in smoke. And then the next pasuk, Asher Hashem Bechayei, Azamer Lekai Boedi, Yair Avschichei, Anichei Asmech Mashem. What what level of mitzvah is that referring to? And then the last one of Baruch Hashem, Yitamuch Lekai Tamin Aretz, or Shoyim Adayinam, 
all the Rishonim will destroy them. Barachin that is Hashem. So we finished my Sibrenshah. So what further events, what is the Rishonim referring to? So now there's different explanations. Until now, what the Kuzari said is pretty much, if you just read the Pesukim, he's right. We're going through my Sibrenshah. What's being referred to next? So the Dazim Farshim said at the Pasuk, of our Mamis Aras Atira, is talking about Matan Torah. So after creating the world, but then when Akadosh Baruch wants to turn the world, so we know the whole world, everything shook. At Har Sinai, there was the ocean, the smoke of the mountain went up to Ashan Akivshan. So that was what the Pasuk is referring to, that later on Akadosh Baruch wants to give the Torah to the world. It doesn't explain the Pasuk like that, but that's not the way the Kazari explains the Pasuk. So let's see how Kazari explains the Pasuk. So he says, after Hashem finished the world in the six days, he's happy with it. So then comes Shabbos. It says about Yom Hashvi on Shabbos, by Yishkois, that's the first thing that Hashem stopped doing this Melech on Shabbos, by Yivarech Rekim Yom Hashvi, by Yikadosh Yosef. And there was a brach and a Kedush on Shabbos. Why? So the first point is because Shabbos shows the end of the physical work. The end of the work of Olam Hazer, Bavur Shanishlamu Hamaisim Hatzibim, Asher Yishlamu Bizman. When since now Hashem is finished, Creation on the physical level, so then Vayishbar, Hashem stops creating on the physical level. And then the, the Brach and the Kedush of Shabbos is talking to a higher level. And on Shabbos, a person gets to the mile of the Malachim. So he says that on Shabbos, a person goes beyond to the level of Malachim who don't need physical things. And because Malachim are on the spiritual level, so they aren't defined by time. The person's mind, what you can think about is in one second you can think about lots of different things. It's not like something which has to take time, like a process in the physical world. And that's, on the, that's the level where the person gets to connection to something non physical. The item when there isn't physical activity. Now, he's saying something which you need to explain, and this is something which the Kazari says before he talks about Shabbos, is a principle that we need to understand what he means. And that is, what does it mean that Hashem is by, that Bayanach Hashem rested on, on Yom Hashvi? And Kodesh Baruch was running the world the whole time. So, to say it was harder for Hashem to build the world and to run the world, doesn't make sense. So, in what way was the concept of Menucha by Hashem? means no new creation. So, Rashi explains it, that there was nothing, that wasn't al Hashem being nach, be resting. Rather, Rashi explains it, that the world was nach. In other words, the world didn't create further. Everything in the world was finished creating, and uh, now Hashem just maintains the creation that there is, he doesn't do more. But the Kazari explains differently. The Kazari explains the idea of the Menucha, and he says the difference between a physical creation or working on a spiritual level. Why? Because the physical creation has to go through stages. Uh, step by step about how one thing happens and the next thing happens, there's like a sequence of events. What happens in a person's, what the person thinks about, like he said, that in a person's mind, what he can think of doesn't take time. It's in one second you think of everything. And that's the item of the Malachim and the item of Menucha. What he means by that is, is that even though the Malachim Be'atzim, we don't talk about the Malachim as doing nothing. We talk about the Malachim as running the whole time, as being very active. It talks about them, for example, the highest rots of the Shaykh, the Maya Abbas, like it's fast as lightning. 
So, so why is the Olam HaMelachim called the Olam HaMelachim? And the answer is because there isn't a physical process that they have to create. What they're working on is on a spiritual level. And on a spiritual level, things happen instantaneously. It isn't like a, a sequence which makes things happen. For example, um, when, when we're talking about creation of a person physically, it takes a long time, it takes months, because it's a step by step process. For a person to think about that, it takes a second. It doesn't, it doesn't, in a person's mind, it doesn't have to go through a sequence. He thinks directly about their end point. It's not like it takes time for it to happen. So he says, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu was working, so to speak, in creating a physical world, so it took time. Because, not because it takes Hashem time, but it takes a physical world time. And therefore, there was a concept of six days of creation time, which the, uh, Hashem is working with the physical things, which they, they, they get created in, in, within the framework of time. Whereas Hashem finishes the physical creation, and now in a spiritual level of creation, so then there's Menucha, because there's not something which takes time to happen. It's instantaneous. Hashem wants, so to speak, on a spiritual level, happens right away. And therefore, just like we talk about what happens in physical, uh, on a spiritual level as being Menucha, in the sense that it doesn't take steps to make it happen. What Hashem wants immediately happens. So then in Mele, we say, we say the same Kayach happens in Shabbos. And that is that if there's a creation in Shabbos, that is a creation on a spiritual level. So therefore, it's a creation of Menucha. Which means something which doesn't take effort or doesn't take uh, work to to make it happen step by step. The menuch is creation. So the menuch is creation of a spiritual thing, right? And that's why now that's the uh, one point. Now what the, did Hashem do on on Shabbos, which was menuch creation? So that's what he says. That's what he says. He created the sign of ruchnis that a person can be like malach. Now he creates a, a, another level of ruchnis with people in his lashon. That uh, is, a person that a person in Shabbos can get to my level of Malach. Now that new level, Hashem created the physical person on Friday, Yemashishi. Now the extra level that a person can become more spiritual, which is the idea of Shabbos, that was a creation of Shabbos, but that was a creation of Menuchah, because it wasn't a physical thing. So it wasn't something which went through a process of, so to speak, happening physically. It was something Hashem wanted to happen. And that's why he says, the oil of Ruchnis is called oil of Menuchah. Now, let's explain this a little bit, maybe a little bit better to understand the idea better. Um, something that Rizal says. And again, without going to the Kabbalah part of what the Rizal says, just the part you can understand the Nigla, the Rizal talks about that if we talk about a, a time when Hashem created the world, so Hashem created the world 5,783, maybe four years ago. Okay, so then there was a finite time Hashem created the world. Hashem is infinite. So the question which the result discusses is, so why did Hashem only create the world 5,784 years ago? If Hashem wanted a world, why didn't He create it before that? So it's a question which wasn't just the result asked, all the philosophers asked the question, um, because it's based on two uh, axioms. Number one, that is, Hashem always was. And number two, Hashem doesn't change his mind. So what Hashem wants is what he always wanted. So Hashem wanted there to be a world, he always wanted there to be a world. So then why wasn't there always a world? What what happened before Hashem created the world that only happened at a later stage? So there are two ways to answer the question. There is a brings both. The simple way to answer the question is mentioned as many times in the Kuzari Vahid, and that is, it's not a question you can ask. Because before that, there wasn't time. So it wasn't that how long before it happened, there wasn't a concept of time before it. 
the start of creation of Bereshit Shemayim is the creation of time. So to talk about how long before that there was isn't 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 a, something we can deal with because it was before there was a creation of time. But the other point which the Rizal says, which is negated what the Gazari said here, and that is what Hashem wanted before they happened right away. There wasn't a stage by stage process. When we're talking about the creation of the world, so now we're talking about how things developed in a physical stage. So we can talk about first day, second day, time, how things happen in time, because when things happen physically, they happen in time. Where everything that happened before that, Narizal says that there were many stages that happened before Bresa but we can't give them time, because they, they don't happen in time. They happen immediately. In Ruchni's things don't take time. And that's the same idea that Kazari is saying here. What, the, when you're describing a creation physically, so we give it time. Well, the first day, what's the second day, there's a process how each thing has to happen. Uh, as process how a tree grows from a seed into a tree, and process how things in the world change. Whereas you're talking about things changing on the Rukhni level, there's no time. It happens right away. Now, according to the second, the second answer, mm-hmm. the process took. This doesn't make sense, but an infinite amount of time minus 5,783 40 years. Not an infinite amount of time. It's not something we can work with our time because it doesn't work in time. So yes, there were, there were a lot of stages before the creation of our world in the spiritual level, but we can't talk about time with them because they don't happen in time. But they didn't happen in time. Right. So we can't place our world, we can't place so, the right, creation So it's not like it's a spectrum, and this is a foldable, then the world, right. it's like talking in a different medium. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is not that different to the first answer, it's just explaining a little bit of different method. So uh, are the... Something to measure time by, that I can start counting. So one by every boy is Yamechad, another one is Yamechad. If there's nothing moving, there was no air, there's no broken, there's no light, there's no dark. So don't to measure time by. Now, when the, when science wants to say the world was created, I don't know how many million billion years ago, there, there was already a system then. So that's the case. We should, it should have been something we could count. Now, why what, can't that be the process being played out on a physical level, millions of years? Because the Torah doesn't give us millions of years physically. Oh. Now, what's the answer to science will say? But we see that you know, we have to prove that the world is millions of years old. It's very simple. It's a, it's a theory which is, has different names, but it's without giving it names. I'll tell you what the, the, the simple answer is. On the third day of creation, Hashem said there should be trees. trees. Imagine you were a scientist and you came to the world on the third day of creation. And you said, Well, how old is this world? So you're looking and you see trees. These are other trees. This is, non, this is an oak tree. An oak tree takes 50 years to grow. That's a senior tree. A senior tree takes 80 years to grow. This is a palm tree. It takes 100 years to grow. So I look at the Yamashlishi. I'm going to look at them and say, this world is for sure 100 years old. Look <coughs> at the size of the trees. The trees don't grow quickly. They take, trees take time to grow. And therefore, this other world is 100 years old. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that is, that would be true if you were starting with the seed. You plant the seed and you wait for the seed to grow. But when Hashem said there should be trees, Hashem didn't start with the seed and make the seed grow. It grew as an adult tree. So we made it, it's starting at the process from its finished stage. But as trees were created, and Yamashishi, there were already trees. Now, from then onwards, you want to create new trees, so now you have to plant the seed, and it's going to take a long time. But it wasn't that that's where Hashem started the world. Hashem didn't start the world from uh, the seed stage, and things have to grow slowly. Hashem started the world from the ready stage. So I think my people. Adam Hashem wasn't created as a baby. Adam was created as an adult. So you're going to say, one second, Adam was born in Yamashishi. How can he eat the tree? 
must have been 20 years in between, at least, maybe more. And the answer is there was nothing in between. She wasn't created the baby, she was created an adult. After that, when the system has to repeat itself, it goes back to the beginning stage, it has to start from the pregnancy and the birth, and the baby has to grow up and become a child, and then eventually an adult. But she didn't start like that. So you're going to look at the world, you're going to say, one second, this group of stars is 500 million light years away. It must take 500 million years to get there. The answer is no, it didn't. It didn't start yet, it started there. Hashem created things in their finished stage. Oh, perfect. Right. So to try and work out, going back to the zero stage was a mistake. The world never started from a zero stage. And it's the first Gemara. The Gemara says that uh, the, on the word by Chodot Mayim Varet Bechol Tzvam, says the Gemara Chodot, Milamit, the whole Bria was, which means it was created in its full form. It was in its finished stage, not in its standing stage. So no matter everything, you're going to try and work out backwards how long it must have taken for this to start. It's all a mistake. It never happened. Hashem started the world from the finished stage. It's the same thing when they talk about, well, you see how much, uh, you see a mountain. Well, it must have been there for thousands of years. The water was working away on this mountain to make the shape it made. It's not, it's not true. It didn't start one way and it had to have had that to make a different shape. That's where Hashem made it. It started at that stage. And he made it so then we kind of to we can't work backwards to an, a, a, a stage where a theoretical when things would have had to start from because they, they didn't go back to stage zero they started from the finished stage. And the rocks that they have carbon dating from that are that the carbon dating and the rocks show and the minerals show millions of years. Hashem made it millions of years. Hundred What's the purpose? Because the point is that carbon is something which they oxidizes over time. So if you're starting at zero, and then you've got to work out how much time it takes to get to this level. Mm-hmm. Whereas if Hashem created it at a certain stage, that's the stage it started by. And Hashem created this carbon looking a million, looking a hundred million. In, in a finished form. That would be considered finished form for the carbon. Whatever, whatever, whatever stage it was created. That's Hashem created it. You ask why Hashem wants to do that? Okay, we can discuss that. But I'm saying we don't have any more questions then, because then the whole basis yeah. of what they're assuming falls apart. Great answer. I never heard this answer. Huh? Everybody says the Bible answer. So now what does the Kuzari want? The Kuzari says that the creation of Shabbos is that uh, it creates things in the Rukhmi level and uh, a person who gets into that level of Shabbos also has Menucha. Why is he Menucha? Because now he doesn't do things on a physical level, only what he does in the Rukhmi level. And that's what he says, When a person connects to a Rukhmi level, they call it Menucha as well. Shabbos is like Olam Maba because that's a, it moves to the Ruchni level of creation as opposed to the physical level of creation. And uh, the creation, the Ruchni level, is called Menuchah because it doesn't take physical activity. Now, that's what Kazari says about Shabbos. What, 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 what Hashem created, so to speak, on Shabbos. And that's, uh, we said, Vayanach, or Vayishpais, Vayarach, Vayakadish. It all goes together. The Kedusha of Shabbos is the spiritual level, and that's Menuchah, because it doesn't involve physical work. Now, how does it work in Tebrachin Nafshi? So here the Kuzari doesn't spell it out for us. Unfortunately, on the Kuzari do. What are the next Pesukim? So after the Pesuk says, Amavit la'aretz v'atirat, v'yigav haram v'yashano, Hashem looks at the mountains, they shake, touches them, they go up in smoke. And what does that mean? So the Kuzari explains it, that it means that even the physical world, which there is, which is complete, but it doesn't last forever. And therefore, I can thank, I can, I, there's a time when, which is in my lifetime, there's a time after my lifetime. But David Melech is saying, even after my lifetime, I still exist. So literally the Prophet says, I can sing to Hashem while I'm alive, I can, I can still praise Hashem, even after I'm not alive, but I still exist. 
which means that same idea that there's a concept of a person in this world, the and even afterwards he goes into a spiritual level, which still exists. But he's going to be singing? And that's what I remember. Isn't it just existing and being nana? And the person can appreciate the being nana. We'll be able to appreciate. So exactly how we're going to do it is a good question. And that's why, therefore, David Melech bridges that gap in the broken action. There's a step because Dafka person has that bridge from the physical world to the non physical world, to the spiritual world, and that's connected Shabbos. Just like Shabbos provides that bridge, that's the Shabbos it provides a connection that a person can connect to the spiritual world. So David says that, that I'm going to do the same thing. There's the Chaye, which is here, when I'm here in the physical world. But even I'm not, I'll still exist, even I'm not here. Uh, is talking about And the David finishes Barachinavshi with the. David finishes Barachinavshi with the concept of Shabbos, and that is when everything is brought to a spiritual level. Now, there's one more point. Not everything. Not everything. A person has to deserve that. And not everything in this world is going to come to Adam Abba. And a person has to deserve it. Uh, so the concept of Shabbos is, is, so to speak, for those who deserve the Shabbos, like we know. And you may know, that's what David Melech finishes with. They won't get there. They're going to get destroyed. But Baruch Hinafshah But David says, I am going to get there, therefore Baruch Hinafshah And that's the connected, the, the last price of creation, which is Shabbos, which is Ma'en Adam Abba, of that transfer to a spiritual level, which is uh, which we have in some level in Shabbos, and what's going to be the end point which the world is meant to get to also. Uh, two questions. Yeah. The one that you said that in Shabbos he created a spiritual but it was for us the Jewish. But what about the, the other world? The, the don't have creation of Shabbos. And they don't have spiritual in Shabbos. And for them, it's not spiritual in Shabbos. So he made two he made two creations for us and for the other world. He made Shabbos for everyone. Originally, other Mauritians had Shabbos. Later on, it was taken away from the government and given to us the Jewish people. But the creation of Shabbos was that level, was that stage of connecting to a high level of Ruchnius. But like we said in Shabbos too, but when it wasn't something which they were allowed to be part of. But originally when the world was created, it was a part of the process of the world. Other Mauritian had Shabbos too. And you said, if I understand you, when, when we when we get the uh, Olam Abba, we, we could appreciate Hashem or think for Hashem, don't understand. But when we said Alil, we said, Lo metimi alleluia, velo kol yerdoi duma. Yes. Very good question. That's why, if you listen carefully, uh, when Yossi asked me, will we, what, what will we dive in? Will we sing the Shalom of us? So I said, we'll be able to appreciate the Shalom of us. Halal is only if a person is allowed. La Mezim Halal Oko is quite true, but the David didn't say I was going to Mahalal Hashem. He said that it's a Zamar al It's not the same thing. Uh, there's, uh, we have to explain the difference between what, what Phyllis Mason can say and what they can't say. Because you find, for example, that to daven and to ask for things they can. So obviously, lots of times the Tanakh says that they daven for us. And so the idea that Mason can daven, yes. The idea that Mason can be Mazamir, yes, but Halil, no. 
Não é mesmo Hedjaka. Hedjaka da cara. Até a mesma conta. Mas não tem problema. Não tem problema. Não tem One last point. This idea that you said, and that is that we can, in the Ruchnius level, that there's Menucha, even when a person's growing. So, this is Ramesh Gemara. It's a Gemara at the end of Chagiga. The Gemara says that it's a Dikim, or Tamir Chachamim, the Pinusches, and the Menucha. And the Menucha, the Lord of Azah, the Lord of Azah, Shalem, or Yerch, or Mechai, or Chai. So they're always growing on the Ruchnius level. So they never stay still. So, the Lord of 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 the and that is the concept of Menuchah, is when a person creates on a spiritual level, it's called, even if he's doing things, it's, it's growing, it's changing, that's called Menuchah because it doesn't have the same effect as the physical creation, which is something which is uh, the opposite of Menuchah. Okay, so that brings us to the end of Baruch Hinafshi. And now, after the Kazari has explained that, now by the time tomorrow we'll see how he goes back now and what he wants to learn from the whole. So the